1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I want to thank the folks at A1 Sod, Galvin. A1 Sod? A1 Sod. I love their sauce. No, no, no. Different. different Oh, different. Okay. All right. They uh, have a sod company, but they are listeners of the show and have been for some time. They're really nice people, and I asked Tom to go over there and get more sod because Ralphie's just tearing up the grass. Oh, really? Oh, my God. That thing. I mean, you really don't need a lawnmower if you have that animal. It's tearing every piece of grass that I could find out of the ground. Mm. I think I'm going to have to do like half of it. Block it off, let that really grow in good, and then switch Ralphie the other half and let the uh, other yeah. half grow yeah, in because he's just saying. destroying everything. Uh, all right. Well, good morning, everybody. We've got a big show today. If you're just joining us, Colin Jost is going to join us from Saturday Night Live. We'll talk to him a little bit later on in the program. And, of course, Dominic Ferriello is here in the 8 o'clock hour to take your legal calls. We'll do news here in a second, but if you don't mind, I will kick it off, Galvin. In fact, let's get into it. Let's do news. Here we go. Galvin on the Mike Calta Show. You know, uh, there are a lot of, we've been in this market a lot of times. I, I know when I first started, started in radio that we'd be chasing a story. I remember we'd be fighting MJ and BJ for the exclusive on things. And uh, they had good producers working for them, and we'd be chasing down the same things. And, and then one day a cop called me on the uh, request line and said, hey, I'm a police officer in this county, and please just keep my name off the air. But the the case you're talking about, the reason why they shot that guy is because he had a sharpened screwdriver on him, and nobody else knew that. And I was like, oh, he's like, just don't don't say my name. I was like, all right, cool. And I realized we achieved the point where information started coming to us instead of us having to chase it down. Mm-hmm. And that's when you've reached an, a large audience People want to bring information to you, and over the years, we've broken a lot of stories in this show. And we're not, we're not in the breaking news business. But I will, oh, I tell you all the time when something serious is going on. We'll tell, we'll play guess you farted all day. But when something serious is going on, like a hurricane or something local in the area that we need to pay attention to, we're all over it. And that's the entire station. And uh, yesterday, I received word in the afternoon. I was taking my son to practice at 6 o'clock, so it must have been around 3 o'clock that I heard that um, Steven Stamkos of your Tampa Bay Lightning has left the bubble. The the wow. big bubble in Toronto where uh, all the hockey players have been. He was injured and not playing in the game. Coach Cooper said, you know, there really wasn't much to say about him. He was trying to get better. There was no, they reported that he would not be available for the first game against the Bruins. And nobody had any other information. And from what I understand, he has left the bubble, gone back to be with his family, which I people were pissed off at, but I can't say I blame him. There's there's nothing, there's nothing keeping him there. Everybody's like, he's the captain. He's got to stay with the team. I'm like, he's not a coach. He's a captain when it comes to playing. But anyway, he had an injury, and supposedly he re-injured his injury while rehabbing. Oh. And he, I don't know, and again, uh, this is the information that I'm getting, that he uh, he had, whatever his injury was, during the rehab, he hurt his groin, and he is not going to be available, so he has left the bubble. 
and gone back home. That sucks. Yeah. Now, uh, if so, I'm always uh, it's very drudge like. Drudge it was the first person on the internet to really start putting information up there without the nine people backing it up. So uh, a couple of things. One is when I get it from a reliable source, like a source that's not failed me before, mm-hmm. or a source that is uh, in the uh, know. In the know, like you know, I, I like what's his name, the guy from Fox News. That's the football insider, the little bald MMA. Guy. Yeah, uh, oh, Jay Glazer. Glazer. Yeah. Glazer. I don't know what Jay Glazer did to get in with all the teams, but I guarantee you that there's some equipment manager that's getting $1,000 every once in a while to put in a side uh, on a burner phone call to Jay Glazer to tell him whether or not a player went down during practice or whether somebody's spending extra time nursing a hamstring or something. Jay Glazer finds out about those things because he's got pokers out there, and for some reason people bring him information. And people brought me this information yesterday, and I went to Twitter, even though I hate Twitter, but Twitter is the easiest way to disseminate information uh, on a, you know right away. And the backlash from people is unbelievable. <laughs> what do you now, mean? Yeah, what is the backlash? You don't know, or they're mad that this is happening, or what is the what's the backlash? Well, first of all, the funny thing is, is that people are like, "What is your source?" I am the source. I I know that you guys all feel like we're buddies and stuff, and uh, you know that you know all of us, so it makes it uh, you know a lot more comfortable. But at the same time. You have to realize that this is the most listened to media outlet in the Tampa Bay area. There are more people listening to the show than any television news station or any of that stuff. This is your your source. When I say it's happening, that is my source. Now, if you're asking me who told me, I'm not going to tell you that. And I'm certainly not going to tell some some jerk off on Twitter what my source is. And and I although I do appreciate what you know there's a lot of people on social media who decided that they're going to be a sports insider so they have started their own website and their own podcast and they have 300 people that subscribe to their uh, their Twitter and they're like hey we're just going to do factual information if you could tell me your source yeah hey buddy you got 300 people listening to you you're 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 you're, you're basically sitting in your mother's basement with a computer that you bought at Radio Shack, trying to call yourself a, a news, You're, the whole idea is to take information that you have and be the source. And anyway, uh, I don't, I don't. We as much as we have tried over the years to have a relationship with the Lightning PR department by trying to get guests on the show so that our listeners can hear from the mouths of some of these hockey players, they never seem to find their way on the show. And uh, the. PR department of the Lightning, for some reason, has a stick up their ass about us, and they won't cooperate with us whatsoever. So there's nothing, there's nobody I could even call and say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. Do you have a comment on it? Do you want to say anything about it? So when I hear information and I think it's a good source, I'm telling you. My source says that Stephen Samkos has left the bubble. Um, there, there are The players are getting frustrated because they uh, have not seen their families in some time, and I will tell you I hear that that may change. There's a couple of things that came to me yesterday, but this is the, the thing that is most pertinent to the Tampa Bay area is uh, that Stamkos is gone. Mm. Now, does Stamkos show up on the bench tonight and prove me wrong? Uh, from what I hear, he's he lives right outside of Toronto. He can he can always go back. You know what I mean? But they're not. But, they're, they wouldn't let him back in the bubble, would they? I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding, Carmen. Oh, um, yeah, because that's the thing. I think he'd have to he'd have to realize that whatever his injury is, it's going to keep him out of the rest of the of the uh, playoffs. Mm. Now, and now, now look. 
I, I'm telling you right now, I'm here in the United States. I'm not a hockey player. I don't. I have some information and some people up there that are close to the situation, and that's what I've heard. And I, I, there's nobody on the Lightning that's going to tell me, yes, Mike Calda, you're right. So I'm going with what I got. <laughs> I've been pretty uh, good so far, and I'm going to stick with that. And the, uh, the let me read the Twitter the stuff, Calvin, because you're going to love this. It was it was as if, and it just shows you how loved Stamkos is because people were mad at me, like I did. <laughs> yeah, like you went up and kicked them. Yeah, yeah. It's, your, it's your fault. Do you have any some? Do you have some sort of source to back this up? There's no mention of it anywhere. Yeah, dummy. That's what that's what you do when you when you break news. You're the first one to say it. This guy. What is your source? I am the source. Another guy. There's zero chance that this is true. He needs emer- unless he needs emergency surgery. He's which are, which already tells you right now that that's more than zero of a chance. He's already been hurt for months. Arbitrarily leaving the team would be a terrible look for a captain. Yes, I agree. But why why does it mean that that's not true? Um, I'm trying to find the one guy that started cursing at me. <laughs> I mean, literally. Now, I was going to call me an a-hole. Now, if if this turns out to be true, and we see tonight, because they're playing tonight at 7, and the announcer's like, uh, Steven Samkos, not on the bench. Uh, apparently, he went home, blah, blah, blah. Are you going to write back to that guy and just go, huh? Well, <laughs> a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the tweets from yesterday are gone. People deleted them. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, don't worry. I screenshot them all for those reasons, so you guys can all give me an apology. And I also saw you. Um, a lot of these folks were treat were tweeting at um, all the Lightning guys, Eric Erlinson and John Romano, and the guys who write for the papers and are in, you know Lightning beat writers and all that, saying, "Hey, is this true?" Um, and none of them responded. None of them. None of them said it's not true. N- none of them said, uh, "I don't know. Let me look into it." They just didn't answer any of it. So either they don't know. Or it's not true, or they are waiting. They can't comment on it until they can get it from the Lightning. And I don't have those constraints because the Lightning don't do anything for me mm-hmm. as a PR department. I love the team, and I love the folks that uh, work in the office and the ticket office. And they're all they're all great, and I'll always be a fan. But basically, that's all they let me be is a fan because they want to have nothing to do with the show, which ultimately hurts our listeners. So, But whatever. That's the information that I'm getting. Tonight is game two. We'll see if anything else happens. Listen, nobody would nobody would love it more than me than tonight on the ice you see Stamco skate out there. I'd much rather be wrong and <laughs> yeah. win tonight's game than be right, trust me. Yeah. All right, Calvin, what else do we have in news? Uh today's news, by the way, brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Make sure you stop in there for a safe shopping experience. You can go in there and get your running shoes, your walking shoes, you need some heels, some boots, some flip flops for the beach, whatever you need. Pelt Shoes has them. You can stop in there for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Not just one pair of shoes. Your entire order, you can 10% off. No, uh, that's last good night- for going back to school. Oh, absolutely. You know, get all the kids' shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, during the Republican National Convention, you had uh, some different speakers. A lot of them had the last name Trump. One of them was Donald Trump Jr. Uh, here's what he had to say about Joe Biden. This was pretty interesting. Take a listen to this. After eight years of Obama and Biden's slow growth, Trump's policies have been like rocket fuel to the economy and especially to the middle class. Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. 
That makes sense, though, considering Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster of the swamp. <laughs> For the past half century, he's been lurking around in there. He sticks his head up every now and then to run for president. <laughs> then he disappears and doesn't do much in between. <laughs> I got that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> some pretty good stuff. Uh, Donald really Trump funny. is a really good speaker. By the way, voice twin of Max Kellerman, right? Does everybody else hear that? <laughs> yeah. After eight years of Obama and Biden. He really sounds like Max <laughs> Kellerman a lot. That is funny. Uh, he, I, I like him. I've known him for some time. Uh, politics aside, he is just a... He is a dude. I mean, the first time we had him on the show was years and years ago uh, when he was coming to town to do some sort of speaking engagement way before Trump even entered the political arena. And he, we, we got off the air and we were like, wow, that guy is great. He was just, a, uh, you know, he was flying. I remember he was flying commercial and, you know, he was trying to stay grounded and he was really a good interview. And then over the years, we've stayed in contact with each other. And I'm sure that he has a career in politics. Yeah, you would imagine. Yeah. Uh, you like him, and you also like this lady, former Fox News anchor and current girlfriend of Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle. Uh, her delivery was kind of fire and brimstone last night. Did you see this? I did not. Uh, which would have worked if there was a huge audience there, but now it just seems like she's screaming at the camera. Yeah. Uh -huh. This is kind of weird. I'll give you a little bit of it, and you can actually see her on Bone TV as well because she does a lot of gesturing with her hands and stuff. Here is Kimberly Guilfoyle. From the beginning, when President Trump spoke about making America great again, he was speaking about that shining city on a hill and restoring the beacon of light that once shined so bright. His promise was to put America first, and he has. Nobody's in the room. When President Trump cut middle-class taxes, putting tens of thousands of dollars back in the pockets of working-class Americans, that beacon began to flicker once again. When President Trump commanded the defeat of ISIS, oh, took out al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, and paved the way for peace in the Middle East, that beacon started to glow. I think she really when ramps he negotiated up the end here. historic trade deals with oh, yeah. Canada, Mexico, Japan, and China, bringing back thousands of manufacturing jobs to America, that beacon shined bright once again for the world to see. <laughs> America, it's all on the line. President Trump believes in you. He emancipates and lifts you up to live your American dream. You are capable, you are qualified, you are powerful, and you have the ability to choose your life oh. and determine your destiny. We oh, can create the world's yeah. first bionic man. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't know if you guys can see on your screen. Can you see her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, where yeah. she's doing a lot of the gesturing and yeah. pointing and to the sky and all kind of crazy she's stuff. She's like a sexy owl. But yeah. you have to imagine that they all go to, like, a speech class or they, oh, that's the sure. only way she learned was to do uh, it in front yeah. of an audience yeah we're gonna need you to dial it back i wonder if anyone bet went out there and was like moving the dial like going dial it down a little bit you seem crazy yeah she, I love is, uh, she was so sexy when she was on the news now she just looks kind of i mean she's still pretty but she by the way do you know what her right. ethnic background is let me look at her and try to figure it out <laughs> polish uh, no, apparently, because at the beginning of the speech, she said, as a pr proud Republican, proud Latina woman. Oh. I see it. 
I was just not aware of it. Too. I don't know her. I don't know if I would imagine she was married before. Is Gilfoyle a name you take if you're yeah, married, right. or is that a Latin name that I'm unaware of? <laughs> no. Yeah, but I was unaware of that. I knew two Gilfoyles, her and the one from <laughs> the TV show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Silicon Valley. No, but it, was he? Yeah, he was Gilfoyle yeah. in there. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, she, I got to tell you, looks a little bit like uh, President Trump's wife, right? Yeah. 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 She looks all like that owl that used to lick to the center of the lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. She doesn't even have a uh, have a hat on or anything. Yeah, it's just something about her, the shape of her. She's shaped like a reverse mountain. I don't know. I, I, I still think she's sexy, but, uh, the, you know, she's a dark-haired Karen is what she is. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. I like Nikki Haley. I think when I used to watch Nikki Haley do stuff from, do reports or whether they used to report on her as being in the United Nations, I was like, well, that looks like a smart person. That looks like a smart woman. And, mm-hmm. uh, then she left, and I thought for sure that the rumors of her becoming the vice president for this term right. were, were going to be uh, you know, really happening, but I guess not. And Gilfoyle is her last name. She's been married twice before, but her parents... Uh, their last name is Gilfoyle. The Gilfoyles, huh? Gilfoyle. Maybe it was uh, maybe the mom was Latina mm. or something. Yeah. Or who knows? Uh, this is a bad story that's happening out of Wisconsin. If you saw, there's yeah. some uh, rioting and stuff happening there. Uh, Wisconsin's governor on Monday deployed the National Guard to the town of Kenosha, uh, where police officers shot a black man from behind as he uh, went to get into his car Sunday evening, triggering protest overnight. In an incident filmed and shared on social media, 29-year-old Jacob Blake is seen walking away from several police officers when he opens his car door. An officer grabs his shirt and then shoots him several times from behind. Blake is in serious condition at the hospital in Milwaukee, according to a statement. Uh, But officers uh, were responding to the scene uh, to a domestic incident, police said. Uh, Blake's family members have said on social media that he is out of surgery and is in stable condition. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump said that Blake's three sons were, quote, only a few feet away at the time of the shooting. I guess they were actually in the car. Uh, Governor Tony Evers announced that 125 National Guard members would be deployed to Kenosha County by Monday evening to support local law enforcement after the shooting sparked overnight demonstrations uh, during which police officers used tear gas against protesters. Now, we actually have the video of the shooting, the incident, how it went down. And, Joey, just so you know, we're going to start this. You're not going to hear anything because it kind of clicks in after two seconds, and you'll hear it, but go ahead and start at the same time. Here is the actual video. Here we go. It zooms in. Here we go. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of things to, to take into consideration here. First of all, I, I don't. I, if you have a, a cop is pointing a gun at you, telling you to stop, and you walk away from him, you're asking for trouble. Hundred percent. You're asking for trouble. I don't care if you're black, white, or if a if a cop has been called to come out and do an investigation on you for for domestic violence or any violence, and right away they have to assume you're a violent suspect, and then they have you. And you and they're they have their weapon drawn and they're giving you an order and you're walking away from them. You're asking for trouble, and if you uh, continue to walk towards some place where you could possibly retrieve a weapon, mm-hmm. they have to they have to defend themselves. Now 
did this guy need to shoot this guy in the back uh, five or six times or whatever he shot him? No. But I also don't know when he opened that car door what he was reaching for. I don't, I'm not there, and I don't know. And, and I don't know if there's any weapons inside. Does that police officer know that there's any weapons inside or not? Does he think that this guy who's already defying his orders while he's got a gun out is going to get a gun? And right. there was another angle where they show on the other side of the car yeah. where, like, he's actually struggling. They're trying to get him on the ground, and he's right. resisting arrest, and he's crawling away, and he finally gets away where he is able to stand up and just walk away. So at that point, now you're, what is it, um, not... Uh, resisting arrest. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say this, uh, you know, obviously watching from afar and seeing it after it happened, it's easy to comment on and stuff, but you're 100% right. Don't, when, when a police officer has a gun on you and is giving you commands and stuff, you can't just walk away and be like, do to do, I'm going to go to my car. Yeah. Also, though, you know, and like I said, this is easy to say from watching and stuff. That police officer, if he's going to the car, there's at least three police officers there. Somebody tackle him. Somebody do something. Taser. Don't just okay, grab. Uh, but hold on, think about this though. Okay, is that the, at the at the moment they have him at gunpoint, and he starts to walk away. They're like, okay, we have to tackle him. And they're like, well, what if, if we tackle him now? I, trust me, I know, now, yeah. people are saying that we're attack, tackling a black guy. I get guy, it, yeah. And we don't know what to do, so let's let's try to... But my question was, why didn't they tase him as opposed to shooting him when he went to the car? It sounds like they tased him in the beginning, and I do not know. But this right here... That right there sounds like a taser, but that might just be audio glitch, you know? Okay. So let's assume that they did. Uh, now you got a guy who's who is possibly on uh, drugs because he's not phased by the tasing, uh, or he's some sort of superhuman that has such uh, crazy strength that he's able to walk while being charged. I mean, that just makes it worse. Yeah, it's but just I, one of these. It's one of those situations where there's a lot of stuff wrong. There's and, a lot and, of stuff and, wrong. And you say, okay, so. It's certainly in light of uh, the things that have happened. Say this cop that has the purest heart ever, and he's like, uh, you know, he's a leader in the uh, Black Lives Matter movement for a police officer, and he doesn't want to hurt anybody. But now he's got a he's got a choice between his life and this guy's life, and he's got to defend himself. He doesn't know that this guy is not, the guy who's already resisting and walking away could turn around with a gun. So what does he do? Take the bullet because he wants to be. Socially correct? Yeah. yeah. You know? I, 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 uh, we've said it a million times. I don't know why anyone would be a police officer right never. now. Never. Yeah. I, 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 would, I, I would never do it. You're faced with choices that 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 are uh, you can't lost win. loss for you. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, you shoot a guy and you kill a guy, and you don't want to do, do that. I'm sure there's some bad cops that are loving the fact that they have a gun. They get to go out and kill people. But for the most part, they're average human beings who don't want to take a life. They want to prevent crime from happening. Uh, it's it's a really sad situation because this guy gets shot in the back four or five times, which seems excessive to me, seven. but we don't know. Seven? It's, is that what it was? Seven it, times in the back? Well, I mean... That's what I read in one report. So, But that's my question. You're shot... You're in close range. You shoot him seven times, and you don't kill him. So what was the point of shooting him seven times? You know why they were trying to kill him, Carmen, or they were trying to make sure that he didn't move anymore. Yeah, they don't. They don't shoot to wound somebody. They could have right. shot him in the leg, but that's just they don't do that. That's not. That's I would not think protocol. that that would be my go-to right now. I go if he is going to go into that car, I'm going to have to stop him, and I'm going to try and put one in his leg, and then pull him out because then, they'll react a lot then, differently. When, but then when I think you're. Shot. I think you're probably fired. 
Yeah, because that's like torture at that point. You know, now you're just no, ma- but, shooting to maim somebody. You know, I don't. I don't know what he's going to pull out of the car, and I don't want to kill him. I know, but I'm saying that I don't think that's protocol. I think protocol is if you're pulling your weapon, you're pulling your weapon to stop the threat, and that's yeah. killing them. Because yeah, you could. You know, you get into the whole thing of, you know, well, you shoot somebody in the leg, they can still grab a gun or do something, whatever. But, yeah, I, there's so many things wrong here. The guy should have stopped. The cop, you know, having to shoot a, a guy in the back seven times. You know, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot more that comes out about this. But it's just those situations where you go, I don't know how anybody wants to be a police officer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't know how anybody's not smart enough to say at this point, I will listen to the police yeah. officer. I'm not, you know, it's one thing. I don't know. It's just, it's I, I have that story. conversation. You, I'm sure you probably yep. have the conversation with your kids. I told my son, I go, even if you're 100% right. Go along with whatever the police officer says. I said, we can fight it. You know, we have a lawyer. We can take care of that later on and stuff. You, you know, we'll talk about it. But you don't want to do anything. You don't want to act up. You don't want to do anything. You don't know what this guy's day, day was like. And I'm not talking about this situation. I'm talking about any situation. You know, you don't want to egg him on or do anything. Just comply. Do what they say. Then afterwards, we'll sort it out. Yeah. yeah and hopefully it never happens where you don't have to have any dealings like that. But like I said, I'm sure we'll see more information about that. Uh, this is pretty crazy. There is a 20-year-old woman believed to have died, was then found breathing at a Detroit funeral home yeah. as they were going to embalm her. Yeah. She was pronounced dead. Twice. She was yeah. dead. The EMTs worked on her for like 30 minutes, and then she's in a funeral home. <laughs> they find her Breathing. Oh my God, my yeah. nightmares. Yes, uh, for real. We have the uh, rest of the story up on Bone TV. Take a listen to this. Here we go. When a worker here at the James H. Cole Funeral Home on Schaefer in Detroit unzipped the body bag that 20 year old Tamisha Beauchamp was in, her beautiful eyes were open because she was actually alive. Tamisha's family called 911 early Sunday morning when they found her unresponsive in their home in Southfield. And for 30 minutes, we're told paramedics with the Southfield Fire Department worked to revive her. And based on what paramedics told an ER doctor on the phone, Tamisha was declared dead. Sunday afternoon, the funeral home called 911 when they found her alive. Had this not happened, no one would have known. Had the funeral director gone about his business, drained her blood and embalmed her, no one would have known that Tamisha was sent to the funeral home alive. Alive. Tamisha is now on a ventilator here at Sinai Grace Hospital as the Southfield Fire Department conducts an internal investigation to figure out how such a dire mistake happened. Tamisha's family has retained attorney Jeffrey Feiger to help them fight for answers, including how much of that delay in getting Tamisha medical care may have cost her young life. By the way, that attorney, Jeffrey Feiger, is a uh, not not a cheap attorney. That yeah, guy's a no, big yeah. name, and that means they're going to get a lot of money for this, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. How crazy uh, is that? Oh, that's that's a nightmare. weird, weird yeah. situation, man. Can you imagine being in that funeral home? Oh, oh my God. Your, you, your worst yeah. fears just came true? Oh. I don't know how people do that. I, I don't think I'd have a problem being around cadavers like if I was in medical school or taking a tour of funeral home or something, but... <laughs> taking oh, a tour. Oh, you know, yeah. like for some reason, if I was an inspector or something. But um, being alone oh, yeah, in no. a funeral home with dead bodies, like if you're the person who puts makeup on them or whatever. Yeah. Just Jeffree a, Star. Yeah. <laughs> just the thought of 
that eye opening or the hand grabbing uh, my hand uh, yeah. enough to make me never want to ever do that. I mean, yeah. just hearing things or you feel somebody yeah. breathe on you and you're uh, like, well, what? Uh, yeah, that'd be And bananas. then if this happens, you retire early. <laughs> you never uh, go back to a funeral home. Let me throw this out there before everybody calls up. And uh, yes, I, I saw the video, too, of where the guy looked like that guy in the shooting had a knife on him. Uh, when I was talking about a weapon would would be a gun because I think if the guy has a knife and he's going to the car, what I'm saying is they don't know if he's got a, a, a bigger weapon in the car. They don't know if he's going to reach for a gun. The gun is is the reason why you have to worry and you have to worry about him grabbing that and turn around. If he's got the knife and you've got a gun, you're going to win that battle uh, most of the time. But the the idea was that he was going in the car to reach to see if there was another weapon there. Mm. That's that's what the police started. Mm. Shooting. Uh, let me. In fact, there's a whole. I just noticed a bunch of phone calls. Let's go to uh, Aaron. Aaron, you're on the mic. Cal, the show. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Great Good show. Man. Love you guys. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, so I, I'm not a cop. I'm a first responder, firefighter. Um, but you know, I, I watched that video last night for the first time, and I just think like two observations. It's definitely contextual, right? The video that we see is like 45 seconds long. Well, first of all, they've got this guy on the other side of the vehicle, already have six weapons drawn. Like, you know, cops don't just draw their weapon in 45 seconds first of time for no reason. Like, there's a lot of context there, obviously. And then in addition to that, like the whole phrase about shooting him in the back, it's like, all right, 95% of the video, they could have shot him in the front, Right. And then right. at the end of the video, they could have shot him in the front. The only reason they shot him in the back was because that's when he decided to choose to turn into a vehicle and become the most dangerous he could have become. You know, so absolutely it's not like they're shooting him in the back because he's running away from them. He, they shot him in the back because if it was the last second, it, would, it, it, it was the exactly. last second before been, they. Yeah. yeah. You wait for that guy to turn around. You wait for that guy to turn around. You're dead. Yeah. Or get in the car. Yeah. They get yeah, in the car yeah. and 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 you know start driving and the kids and yeah it's 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 awful and then but as the police officer you're following the the rules you're following protocol and you're trying to protect yourself and and yeah. you're now going to be called the the bad guy and so what is there yeah, to do? What happens, what happens when he turns around and shoots your partner in the face, the person yeah. that you're supposed to protect? You know, I mean, yeah, or pulls one of those. Uh, if if I'm not going to be here, the kids aren't going to be here, and starts shooting the kids. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, it, it's just a tough decision because now this police officer who probably didn't want to, woke up that morning and probably didn't want to kill anybody has got this guy's death on his hands and because of the social climate we're in right now, people are looking at him like he's a bad guy when he didn't do anything wrong yet, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, yeah. I guess what kills me is just like the, you know, like some of the ad hominems that get used, like shot in the back shot in broad daylight like it could it couldn't be less relevant what time of day this happened <laughs> yeah that's and also true. he only got shot in the back because that's when he was the most dangerous like have the cops back like the mayor the mayor of that town is just or city is just and he's not the, supporting any of them at all you know and the man's actually in stable condition he did not yeah, die he didn't die and the and the yeah. uh the problem there is that the mayor even if the mayor is great and the mayor wants to be like yeah, you did. You followed protocol and you did the exact right thing. You also don't want your your city to go up in flames the next day, because that's what we're letting down, people do. Yeah. yeah, we're letting people yep, just break right. windows because they're mad right now. So, yeah. all right, thanks for the yeah, call, sir. Right. I appreciate it. Right. Much love, guys. Much love. Thanks, Take care. brother. Love Thank you. you.
Stay safe, first responders. Imagine that. You get to a thing, you have to give somebody CPR. You don't know if the guy's got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And also make sure the person's dead before you take them (laughs) to the funeral home. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Joe, the next uh, story is going to be the TikTok one. I want you to show the picture first, and then we'll show the video. Uh, So TikTok creators are now pretending to be Holocaust victims in heaven in a new trend dubbed trauma porn. What? Yeah, this is absolutely insane. New trend where people on TikTok are dressing up as Holocaust victims and talking about how they were killed. And they think they're doing it in honor and memory of the real victims. Uh, so what? Here is a picture of some of the girls. If you could show that, Joe, the picture of the girls dressed up. No, I don't have a picture, Galvin. I uh, only have the video. Okay, well, then go ahead and show the video. And this is weird music that they play in the background, but I'll kind of read along because they don't actually say the words. They type it out and stuff. But go ahead and do it, Joe. Here we go. Okay. It says, how did it happen? I was in my home making stew. She's dressed like she's a Holocaust person. And the Nazis came in. They broke down my door. And they started kicking me and beating me. They shoved us into a train with a bunch of other people from my town. We were all going to the same place, Auschwitz. And we knew we weren't coming back. Why is this on TikTok? At some point, is she going <laughs> to no. she gonna turn into a hot chick with her boobs hanging out? <laughs> is she going to throw a shoe? Yeah. And do it? Yeah, no. But there's a bunch of those. Wow. And it's called trauma porn. And they're acting like they are uh, people who died... And are up in heaven, and they're, I, I don't understand what that, like, died during the Holocaust, and they're up in heaven, and this is what they're talking about. I wonder if maybe this started as, like, a school, school assignment, yeah. yeah, and then someone posted theirs, and then it got, it went viral, so, because that's the thing, once one thing goes viral, whether it's a dance or something like yeah. this, everyone jumps on it, and... But it seems to be mostly mostly girls, and they're wearing, like, stuff. They were wearing, like, scarves on their head, and they have, like, uh, dirt on their face and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't help that this girl's pretty, and she's got weird eyes, yeah. so it makes her look like she really is dead. Yeah. It's I, freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, so there you go, TikTok. You know, do we know? The hashtags are, like, uh, hashtag makeup, hashtag special effects. I don't know. How about that. hashtag weirdos? Get yeah. back to throwing the shoe and yeah. doing the wipe thing in the mirror. That's yeah. TikTok's four. Hashtag go to a museum, yeah. ladies. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. This is YouTube do we know before. if Do we know if Miguel and Holly have done this one yet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, only hope. Uh, let's go to Josh. Josh, good morning. You're on the Mike Caldas Show. What's up, Josh? What up? What's going on? How you doing, buddy? Going. I like the show, too, Mike. Thank you. Be popping. Check it out, man. I want to talk about what be going, what's going on with the little situation with the guy. All right, go ahead. I, I have my hand on the dump button. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I heard the firefighter car earlier, and he was saying the police really don't pull their guns out wet. A certain percentage of the time, that's a lie. The police pull their gun out whenever they want to when they're in the black community. Whenever they want to, they pull it out. Point blank. Period. When you say comply with the police for. St- for, for sucker stuff, simple stuff, all right? I'm telling you the truth. I live in a black neighborhood. Grew up in a black neighborhood my whole life. They do what they want. Say I believe you. Want. I believe you. I'm Here sure you. that you have some, I'm sure that you have no power hunger. whatsoever. Uh, yeah. The police only control the bad neighborhoods, right? That's what they say. That's what police is for. They police only bad neighborhoods. The police don't police good neighborhoods, Carewood, 
Davis Island, stuff like that. Oh, they only police bad areas, so they say, right? Unless they say black areas. That's what they do. That's what they do. And another thing is on top of that, when you say comply with the police, it's easy for a white person to say comply with the police. Okay? It's just like getting pulled over and say, hey, your brake lights out. No problem. When it comes to a black person, you don't know if you're going to make it out of that situation or not. But you don't, don't know you, what's going on. Hold on. Let me it's ask you a question, Josh. Don't you, don't you think that I know how I'm going to make it out of a situation because I'm going to comply with what the police officer says, and I'm a guy who 90% of the time has a loaded weapon on me. And and what do I do? Everything that the police officer asked me to do because I don't want to end up in a bad situation. That too. But let me let me ask you a question. Right. Let me ask you a question. All right. Who pay the police? Don't the we pay the police? The, the yes. taxpayers. Don't we pay the police? Yes. They work for us, right? And they're killing us. Yeah, but they're not. They're they're not a majority of the police, and I understand that there is a, a, a problem, and that's what this country is addressing right now. But a majority of the police officers are there to protect us. That's their job. Let me. And, see. It's a video that surfaced. It was a white guy, white police lady, and and a, a white police man. I hope y'all seen it. I, I want y'all to see it. This white guy whooped the whooped the crap out the lady police and the man police. The video out there, right? Whoop the crap out of him. The police and he stole that police car. He stole, he took the car, right? Man, but, they didn't but, shoot him. They didn't do nothing to him. Are you talking about like hangover? <laughs> no, it was not hangover. It was real life. Listen, Josh, I am not going to deny whatsoever that there is, there is a problem. Say, this is what they say to a white person. This is what they say to a white okay, person. Okay, Sir, put the gun down. Put the, put the gun down. Please put the gun down. Please put the gun down. You do not want to do this. The white person will be like, F you, you this, you that, F you, this, that. Sir, put the gun. I don't see this on the side. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. Black person. Pop them, pop them, put them down, let them down, take them down. That's how it be. That's yeah. how it is in the black community, period. I, I can be driving my car. I recently got pulled. I can be driving my car. He said I didn't stop at the stop sign. I know I stopped at the stop sign because I've seen them. I looked them on the right. They I know. I've been, listen. As soon as I pull over. I've been in the same position driving through a black neighborhood, and they want to see what's inside your car, and they pull you over, and they go, you didn't stop for the stop sign. You're like, yes, I did. You were behind me for six blocks. Of course I stopped for the stop sign. Uh, Josh, two things. One, your phone works. You don't have to yell. We can hear you. Uh, two, what do you think would work better, though, complying with the police or fighting with the police? Do you think either way you're going to get shot, or which would be better? As, as, as an African-American, either way, it's either way it's going to be a problem, put it like that. Either way it's going to be a problem. But wouldn't you have a, rather have a problem where you live? Than a problem. I mean, listen. I I don't I know. Not have a problem at all. Sure, and and I, and I don't know stuff. your life, and I don't know what it's like to be a black person. But uh, if you comply, well, I think you, you have b- you better this. percentage, you or you can just talk. Y'all need to, okay. I got a good idea for y'all. Mm-hmm. A great idea. Mm-hmm. I know why ninety four point one. They do like little stuff, and they be coming to like neighborhoods and stuff. Right. How about my cat? So you come do your show in the black neighborhood. We can set it up. We can do whatever you want. Right I, in the hood. Now, I'm not, the Mike Cather show. I'm not opposed to that, sir. I mean, I didn't. I, it's not like I grew up in the in the hills. I, you know what I mean. I grew up in bad neighborhoods. I lived in Overtown in Miami. I've I've been through. I, I've been in black neighborhoods. I've been in bad neighborhoods. I'm not afraid to go to either one. And guess what? Guess what? They're the nicest people you would know. 
Yeah, I have never Plenty eaten as well. You would know. I, 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 the best food I ever had was in the well, worst neighborhoods of Miami. And let me let me ask you this. Yeah. It's, they always say black people are scared. Of, I mean, white people are scared of black people. Why? Why they're scared? And we was the ones enslaved by white. people. Not saying me personally, but our ancestors was the ones enslaved by white people. But you know why they? But you know why? You got to say it. But you know why? Because they, you're still, they're still going to be mad about it and take it out on, <laughs> on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all got to come together as one. When we die, we die. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's going to change. Well, unless you go, to, unless you go to that funeral home where right. you come back to life. Josh, let me ask you: you you seem like a very level-headed guy. Okay, you're a guy who's definitely experienced some stuff because you got a point of view. Very level-headed guy. That's how I always say the the only way. Like I think I I don't know. I know that there's a problem out there for for black people, for white people. There's problems everywhere, but I think it's a way worse on TV than it is in real life. Like I don't. It's like you said. I've been in the worst neighborhoods with the nicest people. I don't think. I don't think people are as mad as they make them seem on TV. Yeah. it's not all bad cops. Not no. all of them bad. I know good ones. On my on my Instagram, I posted one uh, a couple weeks ago. As a guy knows, uh, outstanding cop. I posted because I got so much respect for him. Yeah. Good guy. But man, this you got we got a lot of bad apples out there, man. That we got to that we got to knock off the tree. We got to. I'm and not opposed to shaking the tree, sir. The, we got to shake it. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate your another, call. That's another thing. A lot of police is police for the wrong thing. A lot of them got bullied when they was in school, probably. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right now taking it out. Josh, <laughs> thank you, my man. Appreciate you, Mike. Right, I pop. love your show. Thank you. Love you. Have a great day. He didn't say uh, I love I, you Spanish. He said I love uh, your show. I just want to make sure he feels Relax. It. And I didn't mean to rush him off the phone, but ladies and gentlemen, it's 7.59. Yes. There's going to be some action here in a matter of seconds. I know. I didn't want For to. For Josh and everybody else. I didn't want to zap him right in the middle of him talking or anything like <laughs> then that. Then it's going to be like, you keeping the black man down. Galvin, uh, you zapped him in the middle of his speech. Here we go. Your keyword is coming up. Do it. Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's bone bonus keyword is... Apple. Text Apple to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. There you go. Do it right now. All right. Uh, check this out. An why, enor- why Apple? Apple's just such oh, a Oh, God, word. you're caught up on the words. Oh, Don't sorry, worry about it. It's always going to annoy you. Uh, an enormous... <laughs> 442 carat diamond was just found. 442 carat. Any guesses oh. on how much that's worth? No. I mean, that is, that, that's tremendous. 10 million. 10 million. Any other guesses? No, it's worth way more than 10 million. Really? 25 million. No, it's worth more than that. I don't know, but I bet it's worth way more than that. It's not. It's actually worth up to, they say, $18 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, $18 million. They say the uh, 
Gem Diamonds Limited announced last week that they found the 442 carat diamond at their uh, Letsting Mine in Lesotho, a landlocked country that is uh, surrounded by South Africa. The diamond is estimated to be worth up to $18 million. They say it was literally just laying in the ground. What? <laughs> well, it looks yeah. like a hunk of glass. Yeah, just yeah. laying right there, ready for somebody to... <laughs> looks like it came million. off the bottom of a Smirnoff bottle. <laughs> unbelievable, man. $18 million. Good That's luck. why I always keep my eyes open when I walk around. <laughs> uh, so Tropical Storm Marco and Tropical Storm Laura are both moving through the Gulf, and now there is a petition to rename Laura to Polo. So that way we can have Marco Polo. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, that's absolutely hilarious. Uh, we have to say it again. I can't believe we have to, but we do. Don't drink bleach. Don't drink bleach. <laughs> Everybody listening? You don't say drink, drink bleach. No, no, no. Yes. Do not. Do not drink Do not bleach. drink bleach. Apple. The yeah. Poison Control Center in Dallas says they've had 46 cases of people drinking bleach this month, forty-six well, you, cases. This month, you know, honestly, let's be honest. That is natural selection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. drinking bleach at any point over the age of seven. I'll give you seventeen. You're drinking bleach at any age over the any point over the age of seventeen, and you're just determining your own fate. Well, I thought it was. Su- I thought this was a lot of suicide when I first. Yeah, whenever Suicide I see someone drinking bleach. Yeah, I mean, what else are you drinking in, bleach for? In Artie Lang's book, he says that he drank bleach to try and kill himself before yeah. he stabbed himself. Because what? It doesn't take that much. It's not like you have to drink like the whole jug. Like right. bleach is very potent. Yeah, potent. But people are drinking it to try and get rid of coronavirus and right. COVID that's and that's the idiots are doing. They're trying right. to clean their insides, just like this guy put bleach in his fish tank when he was younger and killed his fish. <laughs> Because I, yeah. I, well, they tell you you're supposed to put bleach in water when you're purifying it, but it's like one drop to every right. three gallons or something. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good ratio for the fish. Then my fish's eyes bolts out and it died instantly. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good idea. Oh, no. Uh, I was not- trying to run the fish's face under under the faucet. Oh, I'm sorry. I kept going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I imagine it just burned his eyes so bad. Oh, yeah, dude. Sorry, fish. Lenny over here. Yeah. <laughs> Hugging the dogs too hard. Uh, uh, KFC is no longer finger licking good. That makes sense. You know why? COVID. You yeah. better believe it. They have suspended yeah. their slogan, finger licking good. Because they say it's not the right time to recommend people lick their fingers <laughs> during the pandemic. So. I, I think they go the opposite way. I think they go, our chicken is so good, you're going to lick your fingers even during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, poor KFC is KFC because they had to take away fried out of their right. name. Yeah. Because uh, cholesterol and all that stuff started becoming a big deal. So they changed it from KF- Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC, and now they can't even use finger looking good anymore? <laughs> What's left? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, we got chicken. That's it. That's our new slogan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want chicken? I, we got chicken. I'm surprised at the new climate of 2020. They haven't tried to get the colonel out of there because they're going to say, oh, yeah. it looks like you own a plantation. Absolutely. You know? yeah. What was the colonel the colonel of? I don't think he was. I think that was just a nickname. Didn't we Google this before? I thought it was just a nickname that somebody gave him because he was going door to door to sell his chicken recipe, and then they just, people just. And why was he always dressed like a like one of those spy versus spy guys from Mad Magazine? <laughs> I don't know. With the white suit, with the black tie, like there's another guy around there with black hair, black suit, white tie, to be his yang. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't say. I'm trying to see. It doesn't say anything about why he was called Colonel. I bet I if you dig deep enough, on the Wikipedia, slaves called him Colonel. By the way, yeah. stolen valor if he wasn't in the military. Right. Well, that's what it says is the title Colonel was honorary, a Kentucky Colonel, not the military rank. He began, blah, blah, selling fried chicken, door, roadside, door to door. What about Colonel Tom Parker? Did he have any military experience? That I don't know. No. Or is that just a thing in the South when you like the guy like, like uh, they used to be like senator, senator, and you don't have. So to he was uh, he was bestowed the title of colonel in recognition of his contributions <laughs> to the state's cuisine. Look at Joe yeah, <laughs> Don from Johnson. the governor of Kentucky in 1935. Mm-hmm. Good day, Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> was oh. hungry? Was there a German guy there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see who's speaking tonight at the uh, Republican convention? Uh, shoot him up, lawyers? No. Vetter. Uh, Nick Sandman. Million-dollar kid. Oh, Whatever really? Multi-million dollar yeah. kid. Yeah. stare down. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, and then uh, Domino's just launched two new pizza mashups. Ooh. One is a cheeseburger pizza that uses ketchup and mustard as sauce and has ground beef on top. And then another one that is a taco pizza with chicken, peppers, and taco seasoning. Both pizzas also have American cheese on top. The pizzas are available now if you uh, are curious to find out what it tastes like with the ketchup and mustard pizza sauce. I don't know know if I'd get down on the ketchup and mustard pizza sauce, but I would totally crush uh, taco pizza. But think about it. It's just like a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I've had a cheeseburger quesadilla. Yeah. And those are fantastic. It's yeah. mustard, ketchup, pickles. Yeah. Don't you feel like the dough on a pizza would be di- make it like a totally different thing? Because like quesadilla no. is the thin tortilla, which I do love the thin Listen, tortillas. Listen, I want pizza so bad I would let Carmen baby bird it into my mouth. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Let's- okay. <laughs> well, no, because you got to think they have that mayo chip and the other uh, mustard ketchup blends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you make that into a sauce. It, it mix it with a little tomato sauce. Yeah, I like pizza. Uh, you're right because I like the barbecue sauce as the pizza sauce on and, all, like a barbecue pizza. So, and you know what I had one time? I can't remember. It was down on St. Pete Beach area, Treasure Island. I had cheeseburger soup. Oh, oh yeah, and the, and the base was like a ketchup mustard blend. Wow, and I gotta that. tell you, it was fantastic. Mm. Oh. It was a little tangy, a little sweet, and then you get Ooh. the chunks of burger in there. It's cool just, drinking black coffee over here. You just uh, <laughs> take a couple cheeseburgers and throw them into a uh, a blender with some Dude. ketchup and mustard, and then heat it up. It's literally what it tasted like, but it was actually delicious. <laughs> I just got this image of you just drinking that out of the blender with a straw. <laughs> it's going, yeah, it's going down. I think we're in Taco Bell. Yeah. Last night. Oh, and they, Tom, uh, why would you do it to yourself? Yeah, I was starving for dinner, and so was he. So I took him to Taco Bell, and then they handed me the burrito, and I threw it at his face. <laughs> I go, here, eat it. You never want to eat Taco Bell again? Make that your first meal once you're done with your diet? <laughs> oh, yeah, for <laughs> Your real. stomach will remember that for the rest of your its life. Your insides will be on your outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bailey's Irish Cream is selling a new apple pie flavor Irish Cream. Yeah. yeah. They're going to start selling it this fall. That's what it looks like up on MoTV. That sounds delicious. Oh, man. That does look good. good. Uh, The Nutty Professor is getting another reboot. Uh, Spanish, of course, The Nutty Professor is with who? Eddie Murphy is the, ori- the one I saw. Was that the original one? I don't know. No, you was- son of a bitch. The original oh. one was with Jerry Lewis. <laughs> That's right. And then, of course, they had uh, Eddie Murphy. Can I guess? Can I, I guess the new one? 
Uh, I don't have information on the new one. I can tell you that it's from the people that are doing the fifth Scream movie, but they say so far there's no casting or release date or anything like that. But if you want to cast it, you're more than welcome to. The new Nutty Professor movie from Jerry Lewis to Eddie Murphy will be... Um, we got to think of the time. Think about it, because it's probably going to have to be female now. Yep. No, but I mean, think about this, because Dr. Doolittle, who also starred Eddie Murphy, that went to Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was cute. No, but I mean, Who? it did, did awful. Robert Downey yeah. Jr., did you see it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I, th- I heard it was terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't great. It's definitely one of those movies when you watch it, if you watch it with kids, it's cute, but... Yeah, you keep waiting for the blast the duck out of his hands. <laughs> you know, and you do want Iron Man. It is what you want. The kids want to see Iron Man. They don't want to see a guy talk to... To muskrats. That would have been a great crossover if you get Tony Stark becomes Doctor Doolittle <laughs> out of nowhere. Yep. The the Nutty Professor starring uh, Leslie Jones. Uh, right. Oh no. my god, that would be great. Yes. Hey, go get out of my house. <laughs> I'm not funny. I'm just loud. <laughs> You're unfunny. <laughs> and then there's talk about the next Wolverine. Now we've discussed this a lot. Yeah. Who do you think the next Wolverine is going Danny to be? DeVito. The rumors, somebody rumors out. No, it is somebody that you've definitely heard of. He's a famous actor. Is it? Is it young or is it old? Younger. Is that okay. younger? Zach Efron. No. I mean, it's got to be somebody in incredible shape. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to sit down. Is, okay, question, Galvin. Is it somebody that is already a superhero character? Better not be. No, oh, I don't God. believe so. Kinda. Well, yeah, there's one movie where no. he's kind of, but not not a superhero, okay. but like a, right. he's okay. a like a super agent. Okay. Oh, is it Matt Damon? No. Oh God. <laughs> I don't like this. I think this is a bad idea. I All think right, this is me. a terrible one. Guess. It's that kid that played Elton John in the Rocket Man movie, Taron Egerton. Oh Kingsman. yeah, and in the Kingsman, uh, that kid right there. I'm not He's kind of got the look, though. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, I don't like it. Taron yeah, Egerton. I don't like it either. Yeah, I'm not. I, don't, I mean, I don't think. He's listen. I think everybody agrees that the dude from uh, the boys uh, should be the next Wolverine. Carl Urban. He's, he's yes. older than than. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, he's great. Him. Or like you said, they go with. Uh, Little guy. What's his name? Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, no. Scott Kahn. <laughs> Scott Kahn's still also probably, you know, in his yeah. 50s, yeah. 40, late 40s. Um, uh, this kid's not bad. He's a good actor. He, I love those movies where he's the secret agent. Yeah, the Kingsmen are great. Kingsmen. I love those Kingsmen movies. He yeah. would he if they stick to like more of the comic book Wolverine Logan, he does fit that look very, very well. Like with the well. mask and everything? Right, yeah. And four little. feet tall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With the yellow suit. You know what I'm talking about, Jim. I'm sure mm, Mikey yeah. Galvin, you've seen it too, yeah. yeah you just call like him Mikey? My, no, I said Mike and Galvin. Oh, oh my god. Sure sure uh we talked about the Batman yesterday. Well, uh the Batman trailer just premiered the other day but twitter users have already cracked one of the teasers mysteries i know i watch it all they're amazing the riddler's cryptic message to batman in the trailer the riddler played by paul dano uh leaves a note addressed to the batman at a murder scene the message apparently asks what does a liar do when he's dead and uh, Jeffrey Wright, James Gordon, he's like, uh, it doesn't look like anything to me, whatever. But two Twitter users actually figured it out. 
Uh, thank you, Joe, for showing it immediately and not letting them guess what it was. Well, I can't figure out what it is anyway. So. Take that down, please. Uh, does anybody know the answer to the riddle? What does a liar do when he's dead? I, I couldn't read it. He lies. I feel like I've seen this somewhere before. What'd you say, Carmen? Sure. He lies. He lies still. Ooh. Oh, he lies still. I like it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what the hell that means, though, but okay. So what, so what did they... What did they they, I guess there's, like, cryptic code there, you know, like uh, how they have, like, on the back of a cereal box and you wow. got to figure it out. Uh, so they figured it out and put it, and then the answer is, he lies still. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But is it, like, he lies still, like he's not moving, or he lies still? Yeah. Ooh. What yeah. does a liar do when he's dead? He lies. Yeah. He lies still. Still, still he's dead, yeah. yeah. So the the kid who is playing the Riddler is the kid... Who played the kid who didn't talk in My Little Sunshine? Yes. Miss, little yeah. Miss Sunshine? Yes, rather? yes. Okay, he is a good actor. He was also in Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and uh, Terrence Trent Darby. No, whatever that guy's name is, Terrence Howard, uh, which he was really good in there. He's like a creepy guy that they think is a killer. He was also the son from uh, There Will Be Blood. That, like he He's been so in a bunch. He looks yeah. super young. He's not, though. He's no, been around yeah. for a while. He's 36. Yeah, 36. And, the, and Colin Farrell as the fat penguin. Yeah. Did you see that yet? I still can't. Cobblepot. They must have Cobblepot. so much makeup on him. Like, Or yeah. is he just super fat? I don't know. I mean, but he's super fat and bald, so right. it's, hard to, it's hard to pick him out. I saw a still shot of it, and I still couldn't see him in there, but they, that's him. And they say, do you know when it comes out? 2021. Yeah, yeah but summer. you know when? No, when? October 1st. Are and they're you already serious? hyping it up now, over a year away. That Yowza. sucks. Yeah. Yowza. It sucks I think because... COVID pushed it back. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, filming and stuff? Well, uh, it, I, you know, it looks good for whatever it is. I don't know. By the way, I just figured it out because at the end, whenever they show that it's coming out in 2021, uh, they have question marks for the right. twos. The Riddler. Okay, got it. Yeah. Figured it out, guys. So I'm not going to be any help in figuring out the, the, the message that he has. Uh, the Riddler's cryptic message. I'm not good at that. Uh, that is it for news. I haven't seen any of Andy Circus as Alfred at all, anywhere. Me either. Yeah, which I think he'll be good. I, you. I feel like there's. A, I've seen a photo, but nothing else. Yeah. All right, uh, let us take a break when we come back. Dominic Fariello, he is an attorney. Have you seen him? Mm-hmm. He is here to take your legal calls. You got a question? You always do. Every week we have mom. People line up on the phone line, 727-579-1025 or 800 